the idea is is that Christ pours himself out for the life of the world, but for each and every person. So Christ isn't saving humanity. Christ isn't saving individual creatures of creation. He is saving persons. Okay? So every person matters to God. Welcome to Crossing Faith, our Christian and Muslim talk, religion and politics. We're here at the Earth Summit. Uh, Matthew Hawkins is not uh, not here, but uh, he is remotely handling business for Crossing Faith. I'm sitting here with Father John Anderson, uh, an Antiochian Eastern Orthodox priest, uh, and we're talking about uh, dignity of the human person and its place in religious freedom. Father John, thank you for coming. My pleasure. I'm just curious, you know, we had the one discussion in Erbil, and, uh, you know, I don't hear from you anymore. I'm just trying to figure out what's up. Well... You, you tried to tell me it's COVID. Admittedly, but, you... You know, when the kebab hit the table, I know you didn't realize it was for everybody. Ah, uh, there you go. But uh, it took me a couple of years to get over it. Okay, there you go. But I, I think we're going we're gonna to try to Charlie Rose this. Uh, we don't know if we'll release the video, but... Um, I, I want to make sure that we, we uh, address appropriately the, the Earth Summit, which we're at, uh, the 22 Earth, 2022 Earth Summit, and, uh, and talk a little bit about dignity of the human person. Uh, we had a, 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 a session uh, this, early this morning about it. Um, when we were in Erbil, we were addressing that issue in action. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the practicality of medical attention and support to NGOs, as well as doing site assessments to make sure that funding was going to our, its intended purpose. Uh, and uh, uh, we did eat a, a, a quite a bit of kebab. We did. And I'm sorry if I ate too much burnt old goat for you. So I'll, I'll refrain in the future. Well, you know, I, I, I'm thinking, all I can think about is kebab now. So, I, you know, let's just start with what is dignity of the human person? Um, you, and as an advocate for the concept, before we get into it, it it's something that, it, that, that you've espoused as a universal precept in all faith groups. So tell us what it is and how it is a universal precept in all faith groups. So if I may, I'll start from my background. So as an Orthodox Christian, we believe everybody, everybody is creating God's image and fashioned after his likeness. So called into holiness, if you will, and the fullness of holiness, as much as we can get it in this life. And some of the components of being able to do that are the idea of freedom of conscience, freedom of expression, things like that. And I will give you a practical example. In 2005, I uh, was a chaplain in the United States Army, and uh, we were invited to a mullah shirah, which is, as you know, is a, a meeting of local religious leaders. And uh, it was framed within the context of a meeting with the deputy governor of Hajin Hospitality for Kunar Province. And they, uh, these good religious men uh, asked me to speak to them and I spoke to them about the fact that Allah, a uh, term that we use in the Antiochian church because uh, the Antiochians are the bulk of Arab-speaking Eastern Orthodox Christians, Chalcedonian Christians, that Allah creates us with the ability to make decisions. So we have a mind and we have the ability to make decisions. And they agreed with that. And they agreed with the fact that 
Uh, we weren't just emotional creatures. And they also agreed with the fact that we could, that Allah gave us the ability to make good decisions and bad decisions. So the fact that we make uh, decisions doesn't predicate a good outcome. We're not necessarily going to make a moral choice uh, or even a immoral choice. Maybe we're, you know, I wanted more old burnt goat kebab uh, and, uh, you know, and I regretted it. I should have shared it, but you didn't starve. So I think we're good. None of us starved <laughs> in, in, in Kurdistan when we were there. That was so, one of the, I think, hallmarks of the trip. Yeah. We definitely so, ate well. Yeah. So, uh, so the idea was, is that here I am, uh, an American, an Orthodox priest. I'm with the U.S. Army. I'm talking to uh, local mullahs in uh, northeastern Afghanistan, and we come to a common understanding of aspects of the human being. So that common understanding will simply say is dignity of the human being. What are the hallmarks of human beings? Because uh, in reality, would we say a donkey or a fish uh, or even a monkey uh, or a chimpanzee or a giraffe, do we really sit there and say, well, you know, God gives them the ability to make morally good and morally bad choices? Overwhelmingly, I think we'd say no. So the dignity aspect, when you talk about dignity, like actualized into a, a, uh, a, 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 the idea that motivates people to collaborate and cooperate with each other to, for the betterment of, of um, uh, mankind and, and personhood. What does that mean? What that means is, is that in order to love, we have to be able to choose. In order to love somebody, to invest in them, to care about them. And from my faith tradition, as Jesus would say, that no greater love has a man than to lay his life down for another. In order to do that, to lay down your life, for instance, I have to make a choice that my relationship with you is so important and the danger that is immediate confronting you, perhaps I can keep you from it by sacrificing myself. Right. So, okay, so sacrificing yourself, that's one extreme. That's one extreme. Let's talk about action, about operationalizing this concept in the idea of human development. A lot of our listeners are millennials. They're all over the world. And when they hear dignity of the human person, which is an Islamic uh, precept, and I would consider it a maxim of Islam, you violate the dignity of the human person and you are violating a maxim uh, that, that may put you on the other side of Islam. I'll get in trouble for saying that, but that's okay. And... Uh, what what how how is how is dignity of the human person catalyzed for an individual who uh, is looking to get involved in advocating on issues? Because a lot of times people say, "I believe in dignity of the human person," and then it, they become a radical and disruptive in a way that isn't productive. What would be a productive way for uh, individuals to actualize this um, with within their communities or within their uh, their different faith groups? Well, if I may, first I'll address the idea of a violent radical. A violent radical is someone who, even in the midst of their sinfulness, so we'll go back to what the mullahs agreed, that Allah allows us to make bad choices. So in English, we use the term sin. In the Orthodox Church, we get the word uh, harmatia from the Greek, which means off the mark. So the, being on the mark, meaning working truly in accordance with God will, God's will. So the radical is supplementing themselves 
for God. God's will isn't important enough. My will is what needs to happen. Therefore, I must kill somebody. We say haram in, in, yeah. in, in Islam. Yeah, so I'm killing somebody not because it's self-defense, not because of its defense of an innocent, but in my arrogance and my sinfulness, I've decided that my will is God's will, and I'm going to uh, hurt somebody or kill somebody. The other side of it is is this. In the concept of human dignity, we are all called, and all the faiths in the world talk about this, about charity, compassion, and love. And in terms of operationalizing that, on one level, it really doesn't matter what word we use, but what matters is the intent and the action. Okay, so here we are sitting down, you and I, uh, although we're both native New Yorkers, on the other hand, we have some very disparate experiences and disparate backgrounds, but we are sitting here trying to come to a mutual understanding. And we're giving the other person the benefit of the doubt, no matter what their eating habits are, we're giving them the benefit of the doubt that they actually have something that might be worth hearing because God, Allah, made them with the ability to make good and bad choices. Well, one, one of the funny thing, comments that has been made to us multiple times here, we haven't seen each other in what, in what three years, yeah. right? And, uh, and so we haven't seen each other in three years. We talk every once in a while. Sometimes it's cyclical. But one of the, one of the most common con- comments to us during this session, during the, the Earth Summit, is you two guys are still hanging out with each other? Right. We haven't seen each other for three years. Yeah. So it, 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 it's funny because... Uh, on multiple levels. One is, is that, yes, we've traveled together, we've collaborated with, with each other on uh, some overseas stints, as well as here in, in the Beltway, uh, and on certain initiatives. Uh, but it, it, the, the people that come in and out of your life for purpose, or, uh, and co- or come in your orbit and out of your orbit for personal gain, you and I mm-hmm. have... Uh, a very, uh, I would say, mutually beneficial um, um, relationship because we both believe in this dignity of the human person. Our organizations don't do the same things um, uh, necessarily, but there is a, a unity. And, uh, and we basically travel on our own dime to do whatever we need to do to uh, actualize the dign- dignity of human person concept, whether that be maybe uh, like in Nurbio when we were doing assessments and we were helping people with resources, um, or even here where we're t- having this discussion, trying to bring the idea of dignity of the human person to to light and and suss it out a little bit. Um, but it's interesting the people that have uh, that the comment that is made uh, about, related to how our interaction. Uh, it, it appears that we're bosom buddies, right? Yeah, right? We're and, here all the time, right? Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah, that we're yeah. that we just we're in stasis uh, yeah. until uh, the key turns on a nerf event, and then we're just palling around with each other exactly. in, in, in a mercurial manner, uh, which may may happen. It does well, happen. The Disney. comment I got is is uh, what is JT doing with your topi? And I said, I don't know. I didn't say he could wear it. Well, well, what did I, I say? Know. What did I say in the car this morning when you picked me up? I said, why don't we just switch outfits and see what people say? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that would be Father John. Uh, for our listeners, wearing a, uh, the, the kufia and, and the, the, the uh, 
Korta with the Topi, and then uh, I, the Cassock would be switched yeah. with the Cassock. I said, I wonder what people would say. If, would they even notice? Right. You know, exactly. they, or would they start calling you JT and, and, and me, right. Father John? Because I'd be passing out blessings left and right. There you go. You know? uh, but anyways, I wanted to – so it's, it's, it's interesting from the concept of – there's a, there's also a lot of people don't know what we do, right? And what we do is we spring into action and we handle whatever needs to be handled and then we go wherever we need to go and come home. Um, we don't necessarily ring the bell on it. Uh, and and so I think that that's an important aspect when you were talking about individuals putting themselves before God or before the cause, right? Mm -hmm. um, because we are at a religious freedom summit. You could have dignity of the human person uh, and, and, and not believe, right? right. Um, uh, so as we, we believe freedom to believe, freedom to choose, freedom to change uh, when it comes to religious freedom. But the idea of, of actualizing something that is going to have an, a positive impact and, and the motivator is dignity of the human person uh, does in, essentially mean putting yourself taking yourself out of the equation, your, the mechanics behind it. And a lot of people put their pride or put their, their, per, exactly. their, 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 their reputation in front of the cause or as the motivator for the cause. Um, and we see that quite often in, in our business. But let's talk a little bit maybe about, how, about that, the idea of how an individual needs to humble themselves to the cause. Yeah. The, so... This goes back, at least for me, from my perspective, that when Jesus says that, the type of love we're taught to exercise is what we would call a kenotic, from kenosis. And it's actually from uh, the epistle, the Philippians. And the idea is, is that Christ pours himself out for the life of the world, but for each and every person. So Christ isn't saving humanity. Christ isn't saving individual creatures of creation. He is saving persons. Okay? So every person matters to God. Right. And the proof of that is, why would God waste his time making every person if they weren't important to him somehow? Right. And why would he make them each and every one with some level of beauty and complexity and the ability to grow, the ability to share, really to make the world a better place. Well, we really didn't look out on the beauty side, did we? Well, you, you know, know, speak for yourself. You know, you know I'm, trying, I'm trying to go I don't, I, maybe, Joe I mean, Rogan, Bruce Willis thing I, here. I, I, they they I have mean, it going I, I, on. I, at one point, maybe I had a face for TV, but now <laughs> yeah. it's a face for radio. Yeah, definitely. There you go. You there know, you go. The, the biggest comment was, you're filming this? <laughs> I was like, we're probably not going to go live with the filming, but we'll yeah, get the recording. Right. But, if they see our well, faces, there'll be a new type of... Uh, rating on video. No, everybody will think dignity of human person, and actualizing that is just listening to us because these, these, these poor guys. No one, no one, no one, will, no one wants to even look at them. Exactly. But uh, but no, I, I understand. I, I think I understand what you're saying. This the idea behind um, 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 operationalizing the concept has to do with one is having the confidence uh, within your faith tradition that you you're here for a reason and you're here for a purpose. Um, that you are embodied with certain. Uh, uh, rights to choose, uh, make the right, uh, make choices, good or bad. But then on top of that, there is an idea that um, there's a purpose behind you, you, your existence and your being. Yeah. And if I may, we talk about human rights, and not just us, but I mean the whole world talks about human rights. 
And there's a part of me that doesn't like that because that's a concept in law. And dignity of the human person exists outside of law. Meaning dignity of the human person exists in the middle of lawlessness. Okay? So somebody can sacrifice themselves. The most extreme example, let's say, a volcano explodes. And they use themselves to prevent the death of somebody else. That sacrifice, that love, has nothing to do with concepts of law or governance or human rights because the volcano isn't going to sit there and ask the government when and how it can erupt and, you know, is it carbon neutral, et cetera, you know, how does it impact climate change? It just happens. And that dignity is there before, during, and after the eruption outside of the idea of law. And so my point in saying that, it's very important, at least from my perspective, is that dignity of the human person is not conferred by the state. It's not conferred by the imagination of human beings. And dignity of the human person or human dignity or personhood doesn't exist in humanity. It exists in people, in persons. Yeah, because yeah, in, that, in that instance, in that moment, there's a decision that you have to make to, to, to act. I, I, yeah. I think back of, there was a, we just had an earthquake in Afghanistan. And, and uh, I was there in, in 2015, 2016. And in 2016, at the American University of Afghanistan, there was, a, there was an earthquake. And, uh, and I remember people staying in the, everyone staying in the classrooms. And we're talking about a Russian-made building in like 1982. Yeah. So everybody's going underneath the desk. And uh, I was very, very lucky because... Uh, uh, I had a, 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 a colleague of mine, so I was the vice president at the time, and I had a colleague of mine who I, who I grabbed, and he and I went room to room saying, no, you have to get out. Like, we, 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 we went room to room and emptied the building. And his name was Shamrose. And uh, one of the things that happened was on a very personal level, I knew I could count on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, to sort of selflessly act. And even though the earthquake was going on, I wasn't alone in that action, mm. going room to room, trying to get everybody out of the building. And we did. We got everybody out. The building didn't collapse or pancake, but at least no one was there, and we didn't know if it was going to pancake after. And, right. And so I think there's a couple of things. The reason why I'm mentioning that story, and you and I have been in unsecured areas throughout our careers and our our and, and, our, our, our and in northern Iraq together. And we were in northern Iraq together. The bond that it that 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 builds because of camaraderie, uh, uh, comradeship between two individuals is a profound moment. Right. Um, the, the other profound moment is the action that is being taken in in tandem um, mm-hmm. when something like that happens. And then there's the the larger idea of of of, of social emotional impact that that makes. Um, and I think that that's part of the reason why you and I interact together. Exactly we traveled right. together, and we were in a hotel. Right. Uh, we were we were muddling through quite a bit. Um, right. I, I remember the, wa- the car accident on the highway. There was we, we were, that was yeah. something when we arrived. That was uh, seeing that happen. There was a car. We were driving. There was a car accident. Yeah. And I said, "Well, you're a medic. Head you need on. to stop." Yeah. And I was like, "I I might be a medic adjacent because of my my skill sets." And it was like, "But we have to stop. We can't just pass this." And I remember that there for there was a moment where we, our brain biscuits were turning because we had just been wheels down. We were like maybe a half hour hour into being there, yeah. and 
And of course, there's this car accident, and we're in thinking, the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, we're thinking, I don't know. You know, like there's there. No, there, uh, no I'm going to tease you back a bit yeah. here because I'm. I know you're trying to interject some humor. I don't remember any hesitation on your part or my part. The, the, there was, and, I don't know if there was. Or, but, I, I don't remember. Well, I don't. It wasn't in the sense that that it was. We were acting. I know that when we passed, when we came up to it, and we aggregated the information i appreciate you saying that i always kind of look back at, at the scenarios and i you know i always jest because that's my defense mechanism but i remember sitting there going you know we're gonna stop and you want to know what the whole thing could be the whole thing could be nonsense you know what i mean it could just it well, could, uh, it could have been a trap that's the new yorker in me right well, yeah, you know? so it's it always could, an amb- be, based so, on where we were in kurdistan it could have it been certainly a trap. was a desolate part of the road but it was an actual accident and we yeah. did attend to everyone appropriately yeah. and then got on our way and, and did we did triage for concussion yeah and, yeah and, I, and a I, bunch of this but i'm going to go back to this we did that, not because we were in a military unit together. We didn't do that for people who were in our uniform or our allies. Right. We did that, and we didn't think about it because the, person, the people's lives were impacted by the car accident were important to us. D- did they remember what happened? Are they going to care what happened, what we helped them do? Or Did they even know who we were? Right. No, they didn't know right. that we were you Americans. Know, they had no clue. So, somebody who goes into a burning building to save somebody... And obviously professional firefighters risk their lives all the time doing this. But just somebody, and they do it for a small child. Does a small child remember that person? No. Overwhelmingly, they don't. And they're not sitting there as they're running to the building. Boy, I'm going to make an impression on this kid, and this kid is going to remember me and think of me as a hero. What they're doing is, is they are saying that this value, this life, has meaning. Regardless of what the future outcome of their life is. Remember... Good choices and bad choices. Yeah. We're making not making a judgment right. based on you know their total life earnings or you know how many degrees they made in their life or what's the highest title they got before they you know whether they're the president of the United States or they were homeless. Right. But somebody sees something in that being. Somebody understands instinctively, not because of law, not because of human rights that that human person has value. And so the risk that they take is well worth the value of that person. I I always talk about in Islam the obligation to do things where you're obligated in jihad al-jung, which is uh, is, is, uh, the jihad of the tongue when someone is lying or someone is saying something that's false. You're obligated then to to stand up and, and to intercede into that situation. There's also the dignity of purpose person that, that, that turns on, your, on oneself. You know, we, 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 in, a, in, in the West, we would say, well, I don't do any, and I say this all the time, I don't do anything that doesn't allow me to look, look at my, allow myself to look at myself in the mirror, you know? Right. That type of thing. There, there's, there's also that element. Um, one of the reasons why we stopped at that car accident was because it was a car accident. Maybe some people were hurt, maybe they weren't. We don't know. Maybe it's an ambush. Yeah. But you stop when there's an accident to help. Right. Period. Um, and so there's there's the, the the dignity of the human person is very relate as much is related as much to the individual as it is to the in the inter the internal as well as the external. Absolutely. And and that was I think a very important I think a very important aspect because we had no idea like we had no idea that people were in the, in that room at the end of the hallway. Shamrose and I and I said you're taking that side I'm taking that side and we went all the way down and there may not be anybody in that right. room. But it, could I have gone down the stairs to the second floor knowing that I hadn't checked the room? 
Right. Uh, and and would I have would I have been kicking myself if that happened? Yeah, absolutely. But I'll explain, if I may, not having been there, because there was an inherent value to the person who you had never met because you don't know if the room's empty right. or full. Okay, it's not. Gee, I love humanity. Right. It is. I'm worried about that person in that room. Yeah. You know, are they there? And I'm willing to risk the fact that they aren't there. Yeah. That there's somebody that I will never meet because they're not in the room. But I'm willing to risk myself for their dignity as a human being. Okay? To make sure they're not in the room, or if they're in the room, that I can be of some assistance to getting them to safety. So when we talk about freedom of, of religion, right, or freedom of, freedom of, of, of uh, international religious freedom or freedem of religion belief, we say to, ch- to believe, to not believe, to change, and, and to actualize your own religion, to, to, uh, to, to actualize religion as you see fit. Dignity of the human person or human dignity, how, does, how do they merge? So there's the sort of basic of religious freedom, freedom, believe, change, choose. But how does that actualize into, or how does that operationalize into uh, something? How do they meld together? In- so going back to the discussion uh, that we, I didn't get to finish with the mullahs, they asked me to come back, but because of uh, the unit I was with and what we were doing, I couldn't come back. I tried to arrange for another chaplain to have the discussion with them. And, uh, and unfortunately, that part of Afghanistan really turned into a, a meat grinder for the Afghan people, uh, for the Americans who were there, and allies. So there was a lot of death and destruction. And I wonder what it would have looked like if we'd actually engaged in that discussion fruitfully. And I'm putting it in the context of religious freedom for this reason. Because we are willing to have a discussion about belief and where belief comes from, and who allows belief, we had opened the door on the idea of freedom of conscience or belief mm-hmm. or faith. And, uh, and there was a subsequent discussion that day with the Deputy Governor of Hospitality at the time of having a, uh, a building for worship, a building to God that wasn't a mosque. Yeah. But it wasn't anything else either. It was simply a place dedicated to worship God. Right. It was a building. Yeah. And, and he was very interested in that. And as I said, because of the uh, situation I was in, I wasn't able to com- complete that dialogue. But without grounding religious freedom and human dignity, and personhood specifically, not humanity, human beings, people, individual persons. In our theological tradition, we like, don't like to use it word individual because we believe we're beings in communion. Mm. Meaning that I can't exist outside of my relationship with God and with you, my neighbor. Right. Okay? so Very Cartesian. Well, you know, the uh, Christ before the horse here, so to speak. <laughs> you have Cartesian, you know, if uh, he got it, he, it's a twist on uh, the Cartesian, uh, or the Cartesian philosophy is a twist on this, but the reality is, is that uh, what makes religious faith important, conscience, belief, faith, is it is a reflection of understanding and properly putting in its place and respecting human dignity. Right. There is not a government 
Uh, there is not a law, there is not a group of people who can say, I care about humanity, uh, but I don't care about freedom of conscience or belief or faith. Because then they are not respectful of dignity of the human person. Right. And, and we live in an era where we're allowing imagination to dictate uh, law, policy, and social construct. And when I say imagination, things that are far removed from reality. And at some point in the future, I think you and I are going to have a discussion about gravity, which I don't believe is a myth. But you've handed me a peer-reviewed I, I did article. Send, I said a peer-reviewed article. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah. at this point, you know, like I watch on TikTok the flat Earth videos, and I go, I saw there was a, a documentary on on Netflix, and I we can't, I can think way into it, but I, I, I'm watching, and it just seems like just a group of people that just want to have fun and want to have a community. Uh, yeah, but, there you, you go. Know, flat and so, Earth, why not? It, you, you it's know, not hurting anybody but themselves when they. Impact because they ignored gravity. Well, you know, you know, to a certain degree, I go, ah, oh, just let them. But the problem is, it's growing. Yeah, and, but, and so, if you suffer, if you have a, if you are proceeding from false pretenses, uh, then you start actually moving into the world of psychosis, losing touch with reality, right. uh, and the community gets bigger and bigger. Just that the the, the the psychotic nature of it grows and envelops a whole population. And I think that's what you're getting at is, it, it is. the idea of, of of losing touch with reality can can exponentially affect uh, something as as something as simple or as elementary as dignity uh, and how dignity yeah. uh, is perceived in our reality. Yeah, and in uh, my church we have a prayer for God to keep us from vain thoughts and evil imaginations. Hmm. And when we're praying that, on the one hand, I personally am praying that. But I'm praying that so that I don't become susceptible to my vain thoughts and my evil imaginations in my relationship with God, hmm. but in a, a more important way with you, because I can't hurt God. Right. Right? Yeah. I can't hurt God. Yeah. I can be disrespectful and so on and so forth. But he's got it handled. He doesn't need somebody else to right. take, take yeah. me out. He can take me out any time he wants. But I can hurt you yeah. in this context, you personally sitting next to me, but other people throughout the day or rest of my life and so imagination and expressing imagination and how we want to project our imagination is not the same thing uh, as saying okay I get to curb somebody's freedom of conscience because then it's a vain thought and an evil imagination for my tradition Right. Or, or, or even putting themselves before the situation or instance or individual in, in, a, in a matter uh, that demands attention. Yeah, and, and we'll go back to the uh, car accident, if we may. Uh, the person who appeared to be most significantly injured was a woman. And we didn't touch her or try to touch her or anything else like that. Uh, and we had somebody who spoke Kurdish, and they spoke to her driver uh, because I didn't want to... Uh, offend anybody through societal norms. However, at the same point in time, I wanted to make sure we could triage her. Right. Because I'm not, it was a head-on collision. I'm, survived, I'm surprised no one was seriously injured. Yeah, it was peculiar. It, 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 was, it was amazing how messed up those cars were. Yeah. Uh, they almost looked like they had been ex- exploded with yeah. some kind of explosive device. And, um, and that's where we're operationally, we're recognizing her human dignity. We're trying not to offend the society. Right. So 
you know, societal norms re reflect some societal concept they have of uh, human dignity on a communal level, but at the same point in time, we're trying to do right by her personally. Right. Because we owe it to her. Right. How many, how many check-ins did you do and how many self selfies did you take? Uh, I, don't, I don't do selfies because i got a face for radio. Right, right on. <laughs> well, know? this is one of those things where it's, it is funny because I, I, was, I, I was just chatting with a friend of mine before we came here, and, and she goes, you know, the problem is, is you, never, you never document what you do, and you never, take, you never take photos and selfies of stuff. And I go, I, I'm pretty sure that all those selfies and photos that people take are staged, and you don't have time to stage oh, right. things when, it, right. when, when you're dealing with right. a real issue. Yeah. But I, I appreciate you taking the time today, Father John, because I think this concept of dignity in a person or human dignity related to religious freedom, but also the talking about our anecdotal little stories here or there, I think it helps to, to bring light and, and elevate the, the, the subject so that individuals can turn around and say, you want to know what? That's something I believe in too. And you want to know what? It's a, a, a great way to phrase and to, and to, to uh, think of phrased uh, how I am and how I do what I do for people and why I believe in serving something larger than myself, regardless of whether you believe or don't believe. But they also the other element is is that it's a very tangible way to live your life so that you can actually not only be helping your fellow person but then on top of that helping yourself to get to where you want to be yeah so thanks so much and the uh old roast burnt goat next time is on me amen i'll talk to you soon All thanks right. bye. god bless bye-bye